This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show here on Podcast225.com, iTunes, and it is even on the Talk 107.3 mobile app. So glad to have you here. Thank you for subscribing to the show and listening. Tell your friends about us. You can follow us on social media at Clay Young BR is me on Facebook backslash Clay Young. And uh, we appreciate the good comments, feedback we get from everybody. Thank you, ma'am. And uh, today I got a conversation coming up with a longtime friend of mine. I've known him for nearly 20 years and we met initially in radio at a radio station. He is now uh, working for Aflac, and I think he's a district coordinator with them. And we sat to record this interview actually before I'm doing this open. And as we did this interview, or this had this conversation, because <laughs> it's not so much of an interview with my buddy Barry Stewart, it's just a rolling avalanche of foolishness. <laughs> Not totally. There's some good cogent moments in there where we talk about life and business and work ethic and all of those things. But we get into his affinity for the Saints. Now, Barry is, listen, there are fans and then there are fans, okay? There is a fan of a team, a casual fan. Hey, you, you, you root for a team. Or let me say it this way. There are fans and then there are fanatics, Hey, that's better. Barry is a fanatic. He loves the Saints. He loves them to a level of being obnoxious that you just are going to have to see to or hear rather to believe. So we tell some good radio stories. Uh, we talk about some of the things that go on behind the scenes that some some of you might suspect but not necessarily know for sure. Well, he's going to confirm a couple things for you in the conversation. And we also recorded this interview before LSU played their what ended up being an elimination game. And so confident uh, or at least have hopeful about the outcome. But alas, it was not so. So my conversation with my buddy Barry Stewart is on the way. And also this week, for the first time in a long time, we are going to have two podcasts this week. That's all I can say about it. I can't even tell you who's going to be the guest on the next podcast because it is going to it would give something away that uh, that we can't give away at at the moment. But it's a very very big deal, very big deal, and I'm looking forward to talking with that guest later this week. And that show will be up within a couple of days. So with that, a long conversation, over an hour-long conversation with my good friend, Barry Stewart. We talk about everything from Richard Condon to strippers in the studio at a radio station to blue lights and couches and saints and cowboys and the 49ers and so much more. That conversation with my bud, Barry Stewart, is next. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. 
posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website, or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Smart businesses know the importance of advertising. If you don't tell potential customers who you are, where you are, and what you do, they are not likely to become your customers. Clay Young Enterprises is a full-service advertising agency. We can help you design a logo, develop a website, and market your business. We can also produce radio and television commercials. Would you like to have promotional items like coffee mugs, ink pens, water bottles, or other cool collateral pieces with your company's name on them? See why can do it for you. Our clients include commercial business and nonprofit organizations. In addition to advertising creative, we can also help you develop a long-term marketing strategy. Call us today at 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550 or log on to clayyoungent.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Advertising, promotions, and branding, we are Clay Young Enterprises and we'll make you look good. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show. Back with my good friend, as I pause to say that, Barry Stewart. <laughs> He's been a friend of mine for almost 20 years. I think we met yes, in indeed. 1998. Yeah, that's right. Uh, both in radio and now neither one of us uh, are officially in radio. I'm, I'm, I guess you can consider a, a podcast a, a close facsimile, but it's not the same he, He's thing. in radio. <laughs> He, he's already so we'll get to all of that. The, the browbeating I have taken from Barry over the years <laughs> about leaving radio and all the I won't even I won't even throw him under the bus and say all the mean things you've said about people over the years. No, not, you're, you're a pretty mean guy, you know. Oh, no, not not, not at all. I just keep it 100. <laughs> I always keep it 100. Oh, so it's, many. A, it's, a, it's a difference between being mean and keeping it real, folks. Y'all know that, right? So, OK, so let's let's get the let's get the serious stuff out of the way first. Uh, you you now work with Aflac. I do, I do. Tell, tell us what you do there. Yeah, I'm a district sales coordinator with AFLAC here in the Baton Rouge region and uh, uh, have been there for six years now after leaving radio. Uh, really have found, uh, I guess you can say, my voice, my purpose. Yeah. You know, I always feel that no matter what you do in life, is that the main thing is that you find what is your true purpose? What is your true calling? Whatever that uh, that God has intended for you to do, right. and He may put you in one place at one point in time in your life, and then you know you may transition to another part yeah. of your life. So that that's where we are now, and it's it's been going great, fantastic. You know, you were in sales in radio immediately before doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, any similarities? Anything you took from the industry? Because I'm I'm still around radio because I run an ad and PR firm. But there are lots of lessons I learned being in radio stations. Right. And when when you hear us, when you hear people in the industry say at the radio station, you're talking about the building being you know in the business, not not as much in the control room where it's happening. Sure. So I took a lot of lessons from being in it. What about you? Anything you took from there that you can translate to now? Absolutely. I, I think that the one thing that if you're in any type of uh, sales, marketing, or business just in general, 
is that people love doing business with people that they know that are true, that are mm-hmm. genuine, that they can trust. Right. One thing that I learned in radio when I was in radio sales was that to be Barry. And, you know, yeah. we're going to talk about it. There's only one kind of Barry, one type of clay, right? Thank God there's only <laughs> one kind of Barry. <laughs> but but, but, the, but the thing of it is that I, I learned how to be, you know, very comfortable with who I am and to really learn to listen to people and really take um, seriously their concerns mm-hmm. uh, about their business, about their needs and that sort of thing. So I I learned that from my time, my 13 years in the radio industry, mm-hmm. uh, just dealing with uh, folks generally. And then I was able to go you know, take those skills and transfer it to what I'm currently doing now. And it, it's definitely have been a, a successful t- a tool. I have a young lady who's interning with, with me now. She goes to Georgia State and she she did she did one thing because I don't do a, a lot of things with interns because and I'm sure if you have them your philosophy is mine that when someone comes in they're gonna have to work right I, I I'm not looking for a gopher right. uh, or someone to go pick up lunch for me or anything like that if you're an intern and you want to be in an industry it's good that you get your feet wet that's right and because you're not paying them and they're learning they've got to come with the work ethic otherwise they're in the way. Well, well, actually, we have several interns. I, uh, I have a couple that's on my team right now. Uh, we work very closely with the universities, uh, particularly with uh, with LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the great thing about if there are any uh, interns out there, or anyone sure. that's interested yeah. in interning yeah. with us, let me know. Let Clay know. Give us a call because we do pay our interns. So you can't well, get paid. And, and that's the uh, thing. So you can. And I've thought about that. But I don't know. I'm kind of old school when it comes to that. And I right. under, and I understand Aflac's a super huge you know, right. company. I run a small business. Right. And while I could do it, I, it's it's about, it is about work ethic. But I'll tell you the first thing this young lady did that got my attention. Yes. I spoke to some kids at Big Buddy. Uh-huh. And in young people, high school, seniors, and it looked like college age kids too. So just talked about the importance of remembering giving back, you mm-hmm. know, remember to give back. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving, I'm, I'm headed back to my truck cause I'm hustling off to another appointment. And I hear this uh, voice behind me, young lady, Mr. Clay, Mr. Clay. So she comes over to me and she introduces herself. She shakes my hand, looks me in the eye. And she said, I wanted to talk with you about an internship. I'm a college student. So I'm asking her, where do you go to school? Uh, what's your classification? So she says, Georgia state. So right. we're in Baton Rouge. She's got family here. She's here for the summer. And I actually, because I'm moving around so much, because you're up in North Louisiana a lot, you know, it keeps you going. But I was so impressed by the initiative. So I said, I tell you what, because I'm not likely to remember your name. Email me. Here's my email address, my office number. Email me and I'll have my assistant respond. She said, but I wanted to see if she would do it. And she did. And so I'm, I'm giving this long preamble because there's something specifically I want you to talk about. All right. So she took the initiative and the opportunity worked out. That's the first thing. Yes. The second thing, when she was telling me about why she wanted to get into the business and what she wanted to do, she, her, she's a comm major mm-hmm. at uh, Georgia State. And I asked her, what do you think about sales? She didn't know what I meant at first. I said, well, do you think you could be a salesperson? Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, I think I can because I'm persuasive, but I don't know that I want to be a salesperson. And I said, right. why? And she couldn't articulate it. I said, well, let me guess. Is it because of bad experiences you've heard about with salespeople? Right. So, I, and, and this is going to, we'll go back and forth about this because I think you're good at what you do. First, the importance of taking the initiative. And secondly, 
the negative stereotype about sales. Right. Because every person alive is a salesperson. Right. Every person alive is a salesperson. This is true. And I think that what you it's it isn't I don't want to be a salesperson. No, what you don't want to be is a crooked salesperson. Exactly. So speak to those two things. I'm glad you brought that up uh, simply because uh, I I can remember um, uh, being with a uh, with a, a, a gentleman that I you know we were friends at the time and. Um, I remember him saying that, well, the only thing you have to do would be in sales is you just got to have the gift of gap. I mean, you guys hear that <laughs> yeah, a lot. Okay, yeah. Gift of gap. You got to know how to talk. Uh-huh. You got to know how to BS a little uh-huh. Uh-huh. and all that type of okay. stuff. But here, here's, here's That's what thing. you do if you want to be in sales and not make money. That, that, that's exactly right. Because because here's the deal. First of all, you know, you know, people can always spot and feel phony. No all, question about no, it. No, 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 no question about it. I always tell my I always tell my associates is that we could teach you about how to uh, about the products, about how to do the presentation, how to um, you know to uh, to present. We could do that. Yeah. But the thing about it is that you have to bring something to you. First of all, you have to care. Yeah. Yeah. You have to care about the client. You have to care about what you're doing, and you have to like it. You have to really enjoy. <laughs> right. You know the thing about it is that I enjoy. You know, going out, meeting people, talking to people, and just hearing their their concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we can help them. Sometimes we can't. Mm-hmm. We love to help everyone, but but the thing of it is that is that it's the opportunity to be able to to reach and touch people, and um, and hopefully uh, when you come in contact with them, that you can make some sort of positive impact in their lives. Sure, and that's something that. That has to be within you, yeah. um, and, and uh, you know. I hope that doesn't sound kind of you know, kind of. No, kind it's of it's spot on bit, because it's you again. It's in service to the client. That's exactly. If right. it isn't a win-win, you, they don't come back. That's right. And if it isn't a win at all, not only do they not come back, they crush you to everybody who brings up your name. You're absolutely right because the most in, important thing that you have is your credibility and your mm-hmm. reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and just quick, right before I came here today, you know, I and uh, I, I was speaking. I was in Gonzales and I was speaking to a gentleman who had uh, had, had our product once before and. Sure. Uh, and uh, and uh, I was like, oh great, great. Well, you know, they didn't no longer had it in their company. I was wondering, you know, first I wanted to know why. I wanted yeah. to know what was their concern. First thing he said was that, you know, well, great product. We, you know, we really like it. But uh, my my mom had a had a had an event. She got hurt, and we couldn't find anyone to to talk to. Nobody returned our calls or anything like that. And the first thing I said from well, your shop. Yeah, from well, it was it was an associate that sure. you know. Sometimes you get good ones, and sometimes you get some oh, that sure. not so much. That's real so, life. So, so you know, and I said the first thing I said, well, the first thing we do before we proceed is that we're going to deal with this. I said because first of all, I wanted to know that I personally apologize because the one thing that we do is that we market a promise to you. Mm-hmm. Is that if something were to happen to you or to your family, is that we'll be there to help you and support you from the beginning to the end of the process. Yeah. I said, so the first thing that we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and we're going to fix this for your mom. Right. I said, well, once we do that, and if you feel that we've done a good job and have earned your trust back, then we can begin to talk about uh, what, what would be mm-hmm. our next step. It changed the whole dynamic of right. the conversation. Because then. you showed you cared. Exactly. That it wasn't about closing. That's right. That's exactly right. And I can tell you is that if you, it's just a principle in life. If you continue to uh, approach everything that you do in life as in 
not so much as what I can gather from this, but you know how I can go and uh, affect a, a, another person in right. a positive way. Yeah, you will find that things will come back to you. You know, tenfold, and that's 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 a biblical concept. I, actually, I, I do but, want you to talk about initiative as well. But to add on to that, I saw Todd Graves a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about his first cane store. Yes, and he said in that first month, love that sauce, Todd. <laughs> Keep, keep it coming, man. Oh, my goodness. We need some here right now, brother. <laughs> you, you know the way to the office, man. Come on through. So he, it's interesting because he said in, in the first month, the two things he cared about was meet, he cared about meeting payroll, mm-hmm. and he wanted to give a great product to the people who would spend their money with him. Yes. So first thing, let me take care of my people. Yes. Second thing. And or equal to that, let me take care of these people who are coming to spend their money with me. That's why the guy is building what's going to be a billion dollar empire here in fairly short notice. And, and, and on top of that, and, and you know, and I, you know, I've I've never met Mr. Todd before, though, but I would tell you, you, you this, sir, is that in every one of your stores is that the customer service is impeccable. Always, it is, it is impeccable. How does he? Keep, I, talk, I asked yeah. him. I said, "How do you keep those kids right. in such a good mood?" He's, it's, his thing is, it's I a, go it's to a sauce, man. Ah. It's, it's a good cane sauce. He, he's, he, he says he goes to every store, and when he's there, he he drops fries and that's right, and and you know stuffs boxes and right. he works as a cashier. He leads by example. But before we go on, let's talk about initiative and 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 the importance of stepping out, being yes. bold. Because there's an old saying that you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Absolutely, you definitely do that. Um, and you have to be able to. First of all, if you do not, uh, if you do not believe enough in yourself to, uh, you know, to press forward and to make whatever you're doing a success, why should anyone else? Right. You have to first have to first believe. You have to care. That, that you have to care, and you have to believe that this is something I want to do, and it's something that I can do. The right. ability is within me. Yeah. And that if I continue to Apply myself, and it's going to be some struggles. It's going to be some yeah. some 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 peaks and some valleys. But yes, if I continue sir. to push forward, that it is going to happen, and we're going to persevere. I think what's one of the things right now, Clay, that you know we can chuckle and laugh. We talk a lot uh, about uh, our journey in business because mm-hmm. we uh, both started off as young lads. Some of us younger than others <laughs> in radio, and <laughs> but you know you're right. But stepping out on faith, I remember in, in my first few years always being more fascinated with the business aspect. Like I wanted to be pristine on the air. I wanted to do my research. I wanted to honor the listeners. And then there was a little bit of fear. The fear was I didn't want some caller to school me on a subject I was talking about. Absolutely. Clearly, if we're talking about something that involves medicine or law, there are people who actually have made that their profession. They're going to know more than me, so that doesn't bother me. But on a story, I never wanted to be out learned on a detail if I could say that and then in business I apply the same thing when I sit with a client I want to learn what their dream is I want to learn what their aspirations are where do you want to go and then I want to learn about the kinds of people they want to draw and that's where I can come in and fit that is help you find those people but I care that's why my my company's slogan is we'll make you look good right that's all I care about exactly exactly well the thing about it is that if you all 
if anyone out there that you know, would know you knows you personally, you know they see you know the, you know your professionalism and everything. So, but the one thing that they, they they need to know about you is that you always had the ability to humble yourself to oh, learn. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, and I mean learn from everyone. Oh yeah. Uh, even you sometimes you need to learn from people of what not to do. Of what not to do. <laughs> you know, there's an old saying, I, I, and I'm, I'm going to screw it up. Um, it, you know, it's it is a sad man who doesn't learn from his own mistakes, but it's a fool who doesn't learn from other people's absolutely, mistakes. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and and, uh, and I, I, I try I try to abide by that all the time because it's, it's a whole lot easier. Oh my god, and a whole lot painless. Let, listen, learning listen. from other people's mistakes. So so I, you know so we got the fun stuff to get to now. But yes. first of all, what do you think of the digs, man? And first time in the podcast 225 studio what do you, and you got to sign the door that's the whole deal y- y- y'all here's the thing you know you know i'm happy to be here i'm happy to chat with you you folks out there i love you all i'm a baton rouge but the only reason why i'm here is to sign the door right that was my whole thing the you and door, pat inglade the door is incredible so should i charge I, for the door i, I feel like some I'm money. somebody now well your name is you know and we won't call all the names, but you've seen some of the names on yes. that door. We got yes. some heavies on that door, got man. Some heavy hitters, so, man. Uh, and even Condon's on that door, who's a mutual friend of ours. You got a good Richard Condon story? Oh, where 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 can I start with? Oh, good. My favorite Richard Condon story was when he crapped himself on live on the air. Oh, uh, didn't 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 did tell me that one. Uh, he didn't or, tell or, you that story. Oh, he may have. There there are so many. I oh do, yeah, it was bad. I do I do. Uh, have to it's so many but one the first one i just tell you one that comes to mind just off the top of my head and i wish he was here so i could just kind of get like really bro he said that he was in the albertsons that's uh on uh perkins and essence yeah essence uh, lane and uh you know just buying some groceries or what have you and you know there's a bank that's in that store and um and there was a robbery going on at the bank really and he saw people like getting down on the floor, or whatever, and you know it's kind of like, hey, you know what's going on, you know what's what's up. And it was like, get down, get down, get down. So what was going on? It's like, look out over there, you know, we're getting robbed there. And so he's standing up, and he's like, well, I just want to go ahead and get my groceries paid for, you know, and I don't care about what. So he know. didn't. Du- that's he, about he, him. He never ducked down. He never ducked down. He said, but everybody was like on the floor and everything while the bank was getting robbed. He so, told me he ra- he basically ran a priest off of a lectern at a funeral. Oh my goodness! Uh, because he, he he was losing the crowd, <laughs> he oh was losing goodness. the crowd. Uh, you know, Condon's done three or four podcasts. I think Jeff Leduff finally surpassed him as the the guest who's been on the most amount of times. But I tell people, he's got the biggest heart. I, I mean, I was just what about what, to tell you what that. people hear on the radio, and I think, and you know, I, I hate to <laughs> to let his cat out of the bag that's there, right, but that's right. But it's he's not that guy, right? You know, he's he's. He he he's entertain. It's entertainment. He's old school. He's he he was he was he started in the era that we were in in radio when you had people who played a caricature of themselves on air. Now people are a holes for real. They right. just have a mic in front right. of them. But Richard is nowhere near the guy you hear on the radio. In he, fact, I da- if you never met him, I dare you to pick him out of a crowd because you couldn't. You 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 you're absolutely right. In fact, I was just speaking with someone uh, about him. Uh, not long ago, and um, uh, and and I told him I said there's really three layers of, of, of Richard. There is what you hear on the radio, right? Okay, there is the 
the the guy that you know you see casual yeah. out at the gym yeah. or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. I know I haven't been in a while, but I'm coming, man. <laughs> so you know, it's that guy, and then that's the kind of that likes to go ahead and hold puppies and and hold them in your lap and stroke them and everything. He's a very very sensitive person. I've never seen him hold puppies. And he has stroke a lap dog. Them. He has a lap dog. Condon has a lap dog. He, oh, you didn't know that, huh? Condon has a lap dog. What kind of lap dog? Some sort of little poodle. But no, that's not. No, that's not his dog. That's got to be Sue's dog, right? Well, I mean, but he's still holding it in his lap, so it's still his. We're gonna say this. That's too disturbing to think about. (laughs) I didn't need to know that, man. But but he, I tell you what, uh, not that anything's wrong with that. Not that anything's wrong with that, people. But uh, he is a true friend. Actually, he's he's more than a friend. He's like you and I, Clay. He's 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 my brother. I always call him my my brother. Uh, I mean, and he uh, has. There are people uh, who think he's a racist. You know, and, and that. And, <laughs> he's, you know, he, trust me. Trust me. Not a racist. No, 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 nowhere. <laughs> Y'all have no close. idea. Okay, I will tell this story and then we'll, we'll move on from there. But but the black rhino, Clifford Etienne. Yes. We know that story. We know what happened with Clifford Etienne. It, yes. You know, sad ending to a redemption story that turned out to just not end well. It is what it is. Yes. Clifford used to come by the radio station. When we were all together at Citadel on Wooddale, that building is now abandoned. 650 Wooddale. 650 Wooddale Boulevard. That's right. And Clifford would come by and do Condon's show. Mm -hmm. So Clifford was about to get married. And he and uh, Cliff are on the air. Again, Condon playing a character. And so they're joking about... Paying for the he may, somehow he got into a comment about paying for the wedding. That's right. I'll pay for your wedding. That, that's right. And that's right. they finish the interview. Clifford leaves. Then he gets a phone call from Clifford's mom from his mother, asking about when can we get together. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> on on no pay for his reception. When can we get together on the on the details? And so. You know Rich is crapping himself because he's like, holy, <laughs> she thinks I'm serious, and so. He honored it. That's right. He honored he that commitment. He honored it. He was he, he put that reception together. He called some folks and some businesses. We won't, you know, call them out and and he honored it. He did. He he honored that that, that commitment. He could have said, "Ma'am, it was radio." Right. But he said he heard how sincere she was, how how, you know, thankful she was. He honored it. Now, personally, I think that's crazy, but I get it because he's that kind of guy. He's that type. He's that type of guy. Uh, he always says all the time that uh, you know you always got to keep your word. You got to yep. uh, got to be a man, a man, man of uh, of your word. So uh, that's that's my guy. He has a suit. It's already has a, a, a golden throne <laughs> in the gates of heaven. Oh man, you've earned them. Oh man, I don't know about uh, that far, man. Be- yeah, you think they kids. let him in? Uh, I'm talking about Sue. Sue has, oh, Sue. Yeah. Okay, yo, no question about yeah, it. Sue There's has, a road yeah, up there yeah, with her Sue, name Sue, on it. Sue There's Sue Condon <laughs> Boulevard up there. That's right. Man, are That's you right. kidding no, me? No, Sue, Sue does. Yeah, Rich. And, and, uh, yeah, and two, Rich. two beautiful kids. Yep, uh, yep. Uh, Ryan's birthday was uh, actually the other day. He's... Uh, in uh in uh Omaha now. Yeah, By the right. time this airs, man, we should be national champions. Man. Uh w- w- no, oh, this yeah, well yeah. 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 By the time this man, and I love the purple and gold you got r- represent there, purple and gold. Well, what, you know the only time I care about baseball is LSU and Southern. I don't really watch the pros. So I'm pretty much only concerned when the Tigers or Jaguars are playing. Well, well yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not, you know, we're football guys, though. But yeah, we're all, football guys. I mean, all, all the way. But uh, we root for these schools. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah. A- 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 absolutely. So now, since you brought up football. Yes, sir. 
You are the most obnoxious Saints fan I know. That's an oxymoron. There. You would make. There's no such you, thing you, as an obnoxious Saints fan, sir. I just let that sit there for a second. Hold on. It does not. No, y'all heard him say not, that. Y'all heard him say that. There's he, no such Barry, thing. Barry could get Tom Benson to root against the Saints. No. You, it has been almost 20 years. Yes. Up. Now, listen, y'all know I'm a 49er fan. He is that. And and Barry, like Richard and, and, uh, and you know, the handful of close friends that I have, know that we have sucked something awful, or we had at least for a long time, and... And you know, I was never off that bandwagon. Yeah, I got. I mean, give it's, you that. it's been gosh, it's been twenty three years since a Super Bowl win. I, I wow, that long? Yeah, it's been twenty two years. Last uh, last January, it was ninety five. The ninety five Super Bowl from the 94 season. Is that longer than the Cowboys? Cowboys were the next year, so okay. the Cowboys are one year less than we are in terms of Super Bowl drought. And let as me, far as Super Bowl win, because you guys went well, against, against, well, win because we went against the the Ravens, Ravens that's and right. Kaepernick. Just that was screwed. in the Superdome. That was the lights out game. Let me folks. tell you something. <laughs> let, let me tell you why I always trust my gut, and I learned that lesson a long time ago. I had all kinds of friends offering me seats. Yes, I had luxury box seats. I mean, I'm talking about. I could have gone to the Super Bowl. And rolled like an emperor. I had people, because there are people who know me, and, and I've been, knock on wood, I've been blessed to know people who've done well for themselves. And people right. just wanted to look out for me, because they're Saints fans, and sure as hell, they didn't want to go to the game, because that's one of those things. And I'd have been at that game I just said, man, my gut just says, sit this one out, <laughs> Right. And it's crazy, but I trust yeah. my gut. And you know me, man. I don't rush to crowd stuff anyway. For eight years, I had Essence Fest tickets and gave them away. I didn't never went, never went myself. I never been to an Essence, Essence uh, the Fest. The only time I went is when I hosted a super lounge. Oh, and I okay. had to go. Yes. <laughs> because I was the radio station had me doing that, and I had to go. Otherwise, I don't do big crowds. I will say it was beautiful. Right. But, yeah, to park in all the people, I'll stay to the house. Right. So right. I'm watching the Super Bowl, and the lights go out. Now... I know, and and by the way, we're already getting thumped by Baltimore because Kaepernick is just blowing chunks all over the field, and we'll talk about him, I'm sure. And oh yeah, the way the game ended, and it was, he could have rolled into the end zone. He didn't have to throw that pass. But let let me not cry <laughs> over that. It's it, it that was four years ago or whatever it was, and I didn't go. But that was painful because, as you know, the 49ers have won five Super Bowls. I didn't know that. Five. Are you sure about that? Five. 81, 84, 87, 88, 90. Excuse me. 84, 81, 84, 87, 89, 90, 94. 94 season. But, of course, we all know that the greatest Super Bowl of all times was... Super Bowl forty four. Oh, so I mean, we're so, so everybody knows that. So right? so everybody knows that. So as I was saying, the 49ers <laughs> won five Super Bowls. Losing one hurts. I'll be honest with you, and you know, as much as we give each other a hard time, I don't gloat about a win. Like when the when, no no oh. when the Niners hang on, hang on. When the Niners beat I took a beating from you 
Kevin Meeks, God rest his soul, it, and Richard Condon when the Niners played the Saints in that playoff game. I'm looking for hey, band-aids hey, and ice hey, in here hey, because that's going to swell hey, in the morning. Hey, listen, listen. That, that is going to swell. Listen, did I gloat about the playoff win? Is my eye swollen right now? Did, I gloat, did, about that, the, did I gloat about the playoff win? Yeah. I did not gloat about the playoff win. <laughs> yeah. You always <laughs> Wait gloat. a minute. When? You know, you, you gloat when you're not gloating. Man. How's that? I mean, you well, know, you know, being a... good is, what do you want me to do? Well, well chaw. There you go, right so, there. So, you know, that's not gloating. You that's... Know, uh, no, not gloating is that, hey, man, good win. You know. Um, I didn't kinda... say a word about it. There you go. That's gloating. <laughs> There you go. Okay. That, that, that's it right there. <laughs> so, you know? so that, it's the silent type of, you know, pushing it out there. That, listen, there you go. But when you when the Saints won, when the Saints won the Super Bowl, I there was the two thoughts that went through my mind, or the two people I thought about. Yes. You and, and an uncle. I have an uncle who is die hard. I mean, he is the epitome of faith in my team. Yes. Every season at week one, the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Right. I admire that about him. I mean, and, and here's the thing. He's not malicious when he hates the Cowboys, in which we'll talk about that in a second because I've never had anybody explain that to me. Well, but, of course. But, I mean, who, who doesn't? But, <laughs> but, but he, he just loves it. And then you. I mean, die hard. That's right. I, I remember when the Saints got to the Super Bowl, I had a client doing a Super Bowl promotion. Oh, And yeah. Barry cut... I wanted that, that's that's a that's a story there. There oh, is yes. a story. Well, oh, there, there are two parts of that story. I don't yeah. know if we want to tell the second part of that story, but hey, man, look, we're doing it, bro. Okay, let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Let's do the dog. Okay, thing, okay. Man. all right. So I, I keep it one hundred. Okay. Remember, I keep oh, I keep it one hundred. Remember that. Okay, so you know that's what we do. Well, that's what I do. Every time I want to pat him on the back, I find him already doing it well, himself. I'm just, just saying. Uh, that's, that's, so that's what so we Barry comes to cut this Super Bowl commercial yes. when my office was on the other end of Blue Bonnet. And, <laughs> and Barry cuts the spot, and it was a great spot. And I wish I still had it yeah. um, because I, I'd play it because the spot was the, – the, the thing I was going for in the ad was fan passion. Mm-hmm. So I wrote copy for that commercial as if the 49ers were in the Super Bowl. Because, I mean, and I don't, I don't, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm just saying for my, I'm a big fan of the 49ers. Right. There are, there's no other <laughs> sports team that I'm like, really? Because, you know, I, I like players in the NBA. Right. I don't really watch pro baseball. And when you root for the Jags or the Tigers, you're, you're rooting for the schools and the teams, not right. so much any player. That's, that's right. And so I, how would I feel? So I wrote it and Barry comes and does a great job. I use music from the movie Transformers, a part of the score. I forget who, who was the, 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 the composer, but I, because mm-hmm. it, it had this, it had a crescendo. It built to something. Yes. It did a great job. It, it was a good, good spot. I'm not just saying because I did it. No, but it was listen, a really no, good, good just, spot. It, when something's good and you say it's yes. good, you're not bragging. You're telling the truth. It was a good spot. The client heard the spot. Yes. She loved it. She yes. wanted to hear it multiple times. Oh, I love it. And the commercial was successful because it drew people and packed the house for what she was doing. So yes. again, a success. But. But. The spot was running However, on a couple of stations in town. Yes. And one person associated with one of the stations took to the air. Yes. To ridicule Barry. Yes. 
uh, for his performance in the spot. And I'll just lay out and let you take it from there. That's what people, the kids now call a hater. Isn't that what LaVar Ball said? You are a hater? Listen, you will not (laughs) quote LaVar Ball on this podcast. Let that be the last time, sir. Are you quoting? We'll come to that later on. We'll come to that later. Go ahead. But yes, uh, this particular air personality. uh, Don't do it. Tell the story. Just I didn't, I didn't, I didn't okay. call his name. All right, okay. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't call his name. That sounds like Wheezy, but I, I, I didn't. But but this particular okay. air air personality, you know, uh, uh, felt like he wanted to make that his personal uh, stage where he was going to ridicule me mm-hmm. for doing the spot. Uh, and, I don't uh, remember whatever. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I can tell you this, and I'll let you continue. Yes, I've never heard you that angry. Yes, in fact, actually, that, actually, to be honest with you, as long as we've known each other, I don't know that I've ever seen you angry. Because as painful as it is to compliment you, especially to your face, <laughs> um, it is. It is. You, you're just kind of an easygoing guy. Not a whole lot bothers you well but man i mean you sounded so mad you were darn near tears i mean uh, you know it was like it was volatility well I, of I, the I, highest order I, I tell you uh there were people that were at the station at the time told me they said barry we had never seen you like that before and i'm not really sure i had ever really been that angry before and here's the thing it's it's not so much what's about me, Clay, on that deal because you know I'm a I'm a you know I'm a tough dude. I got I, got I was tough, mad too. T- tough skin, my though. client. But but it, exactly, well, it was your client. But the thing about it is that um, I'm a, I'm a father of of, of two great fine boys. young young, young That's men. That's right, great uh, boys. They, they, they're great adult, men now, adults now. But they were they were one was still in high school and one that was uh, a freshman I believe it's gotta, at, it's uh, gotta be at, uh, well this is 2009 it's almost 10 years ago yes yes so the other one was at uh, was at Southeastern the other one was still in, in high, at high school at Redemptress right, right and uh, the only thing I could think about was that you know his friends could have it, heard that hear, hear that you yeah. know and I could because I had, I had some think, people I didn't think about that B, I, I had yeah. people that told me said, yeah they were talking about you on the radio you know because anytime my name got mentioned this guy mentioned, you know called me by as they say my government name my first well, and last did, name did right? that to me all the time and uh and uh and you know that's something that um, my, my thing is that i always want to strive to be a positive example uh just not as just a person uh, as a man but also as a father but what 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 did they say what did he say well what what yeah without going into it what what ticked you off well basically he he was playing he was playing the spot and he was stopping at certain segments and he was saying about how i enunciated this word or what have you and then he would say that you know please if if you're out there y'all know Barry Stewart please uh buy some advertising for him from him because uh he's definitely out of his lane you know this is not for him you know he just just keep him in safe it was you know? mean it, it, it was it was a very it was it was you know a, a really it was it was it was a bad deal and uh when I got out of the car let's just say I wasn't playing so let's you went to that. see him I was driving up to work because this happened. Yeah, it was at, a morning drive. Yeah, this morning drive, yeah. and, and he was standing outside. For non-industry people, yes. that's in the morning. Yes, in the morning, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I had some uh, some uh, words that's not wasn't maybe in the dictionary or the uh, 
then, but they are now because of pop culture. Gee, but, and uh, that's something. But yeah, <laughs> you could say those words here on the podcast, but because you got a lot of people working yeah. for you, you probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, but you know the words. I do. You, I, do know, well, you, you called you, me because I didn't hear yes. it. I didn't even know it happened. So long, long story short, because I had gone to personnel and, you know, I was going to file you know, a complaint. And, they, you know, there were people there that was like, Barry, please don't do it. Don't do it. And he came to me all welled up. Please, I'm sorry, don't do it. You when you know? say all welled up, you mean about to cry? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, literally, yeah, literally. And uh, and he was like, "Man, I'll 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 do whatever. You know, I'll help you with uh, whatever spots, whatever." And I used that every bit of that to my advantage. Uh, mm-hmm. If I had, uh, I say, Clay, uh, I got this. Oh, well, I said Clay. Well, no, but, but I'm glad you called my name instead of yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I say. Uh, uh, the, Name that sounds like Wheezy. I, I said, I need this on the air tomorrow, and uh, I need you to put it out. No problem. No problem. No problem. So, uh, yeah, I played him. Yeah, I did. I did, I did that. I did that. Man, I've never. And I enjoyed that. Well, you know, the thing is, it's radio. There there was some meanness in radio, man. Yes. I remember, I mean, you, you know, you see guys. I think I only saw, there was only one time I saw couple guys tangled ever seen a fight between anybody in radio not not uh fist of cuffs i i have it i remember the time the guy was stalking guy brody but go on yes what, what, yes yes yeah. <laughs> yeah uh that i i did did see that i tell you I tell people uh, from time to time, because normally when I have to take my reps out and we go on calls and a lot of times we're traveling for an hour or two. Tell radio stories. I can go on and on with radio. They go like, really? Really? Uh, it, it, if you all are fans of any type of reality show. Oh, care. my goodness. Though, I don't how care good is if that point? Kardashians. I don't care if it's love and hip hop. I don't care what it is. We can take, and Clay can attest to this, yeah. we could take one year yes. of any year in radio yes. and make an entire season man let me tell you if 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 we had cameras there i remember the morning listening to uh driving into the cluster and i turned on guy brody it was his birthday and (laughs) and some guys and i think it was your good friend who had you on the radio talking about you they had gotten an adult dancer for uh, him, a stripper, uh-huh. and so there was whipped cream because he was like uh-huh. on the radio, ah, whipped cream, and 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 so I get to the building, and a mutual friend of ours, and now I actually uh, do work for his company in New Orleans, Al J. We 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 did some work for them, uh, was livid, yes, because radio stations, for those of you who have been there, you know that they're surrounded by glass walls. Yes. You can see into them. Oh. So right across the way from where Guy was with this girl uh, jiggling her private parts all around <laughs> and was Genevieve Stewart, who was oh, doing yes. Question of the Day. Yes. And 10 feet past Genevieve Stewart was one Eula May had oh her doing gosh. a gospel show we're on ta- the air. We're talking radio legends here. <laughs> Not just in Baton Rouge market, but I'm talking about across the country. Uh, uh, these, these ladies here are, oh, and, are, are, are and something. I, it's, and but, there, are, there, are, there are other... Oh, I got one better than that. You got really, you know. Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. You're not gonna tell. You're not gonna tell that story though. I don't the know, one so, about the about the group of. Never mind. Well, I, I, I got to tell it, and I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, just want to go ahead and first day. This was my first year in radio at the station that yeah, we yeah, started yeah, off at yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't call it out because yeah, I won't incriminate yeah, anyone. Yeah, but, yeah. but, I, but I, I tell you, it was uh, one of the DJs. <laughs> Uh, happened to have a birthday party. Oh man! And uh, be careful, man. I'm careful. I'm not. I and got, I'm not telling him to be careful because I was there. He, no, I wasn't there. He knows. I'm and, saying be careful because and, and, this story 
is I, something. It, this is funny. like a scene out of Wolf of Wall Street. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. It's funny. It, is it, it funny? funny. It, it, to me, it was very funny because I got I got to tell you. If though, they put a blue light on that couch, it would look like a cheetah. All right, now see, I, okay, now see, somebody sounds like they're from Nastyville here. But, <laughs> Okay, but seriously, but 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 anyway, I have to tell this. Uh, I have to tell yeah, this story. Yeah. You know, it it and uh, and I, I want to go ahead. And I was not involved in this. I can't believe you're going to tell this story, S- sweetheart. My my lovely wife Eleanor out there. I was not involved in this. However, Who would roast you like an old <laughs> ham? But, but I have to tell this story because it is funny. Okay. It, is, it, it is funny. I'm good. It's good. So 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 this the particular DJ. They want to go ahead and have a party for this particular DJ. And uh, it was after hours, so they brought in the dancers, like you say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, told, like, hey, you know, like, this is kind of radio. Like, people think when they look at Howard Stern that, you know, that's just, he's just this wild, crazy guy. No, that's a lot was, of radio. All over the country. That's kind of like how radio all was just crazy country. like that. So the only brought, thing is he could get away with things on the air saying that you couldn't do. We were at the time, I think, in the mid-80s in terms of market. He was in market number one. Right. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So they bring in all these dancers and everything in there, and you know it's like you know, and we were in a building that had Venetian <laughs> blinds. I can't believe. It. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta story. tell it. It's funny, y'all. We had this oh, building that had man. these blinds in there, so the dancers are in there and they're doing whatever, right? right what happened? So I should have called Brody to have him on here. Oh my god. Oh yeah, he'd probably deny we'll everything. The, we'll the- <laughs> but, but but so 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 it was about a week or so later. I was at a little restaurant. Uh, and I was, you know, writing this lady up. She wanted to buy a remote for the, for the radio station. I was so excited, what have you. So I'm sitting there in the booth, you know, and I'm writing up, you know, this order. Well, just kind of back up a little bit. Across from the radio station, there was a rehab center, like right across the parking lot from mm-hmm, where we were. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they worked late nights also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, the lady was there. She had one of her customers there. And she was like, I don't remember the guy saying, she said, hey, Mr. Johnson, you're coming to to my, my my remote and she said when is it he, she, she, she says it's saturday you know I said what station is on so she called the station yeah, today yeah she said you buy a remote from that station so i kind of stopped a little bit and i'm thinking like okay so at the time citadel which was a company called citywide, citywide at the yeah. time was a competitor Pri- privately owned at the right time. so i'm thinking like oh, okay this it's is a some, competitive thing yeah. it's, it's, it's somebody that's going to trash us because they're they're loyal, loyal to, to the other station. they're loyal to us so you buying it from that station so i'm just steady writing she said yeah why she said you know i work at that rehab center across the parking lot and one night they had strippers all in there they had black ones and white ones and they was all in there <laughs> And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. So I'm writing this article. So he looks over at me. He said, hey, you work at that station? I said, yes, sir. I bet you was one of them in there, too. <laughs> I knew you was in there. I said, oh, no, sir. I, I wasn't. Said, oh, no, don't you lie to me. I knew you was one of them, you know? And I said, ma'am. If I wonder you, why he would look at you and think that. I don't know, Clay. And I said, ma'am, if you could just sign right here. <laughs> and uh, we're here. And he just signed here. <laughs> would give him, I wonder what would give him the impression. I have no clue. Yes, I have yes, no clue. Yes. But that was an interesting yeah. and uh, unique moment. Were you wearing that, that can a brother get a table dance t-shirt you used to wear back in the day? Now, see, I'm just joking, honey. He never, he I never ne- had. He, he, he never had darling, a shirt like that. I never had, 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 had one, but I, I do have. I, honestly, but here I do have a T-shirt where I wish I would. I wish I would have thought about it. Like your door, I have a T-shirt with everyone's signature on there. You know, it's it. it's so funny. Somebody told me 
and it was a lady. I'm trying to remember where we were. And I don't know if she does, I don't know if she works for you or if she does work with a company that has worked with you. Yes. And she talked about that picture that we took. Yeah. Uh, and oh she, yes, yes, yes. She so works I with have. Me. I well, and, and, and she said she, she said works you with had me. hair back then. I said, well, yes. if you look real closely, you'll see that it was going away. Yes. My 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 hairline raneth away. And so and so, but she talked about that the the big chain. I forgot who I got that from. Who had it on? It was so. It was, was, it was outlandish and huge, and I just said, give me that thing, because it was a goof. So we took a picture. It was the last night of the station that, that Barry's exactly talking right. about. That was the last night. Uh, the I forget was where going we were. The, the station had a party they, after they had I gone off the air. I remember it was a club that was on, um, it's, it's off of Tom Drive. Uh, it was called, um, it used to be named Q45. I don't know if it was that at the time, but it's, it's, it's a it was a little nightclub that's right off of Tom Drive. Man, you had black people, white yes. people. I mean, radio stations. So you had all kinds yes. of people in there that yes. night. And it was... Condon was not there, guys. No, actually, at the time... But, I mean, he was at the station. He wasn't at the party. That's at, what at, the, at the time, I didn't even still work there anymore. I had gone on to Citywide Yeah, you, you were at Citywide. And, and I had just gotten hired over there. Yeah, because it, like, it was, like within... If it wasn't that day... Because I think that party was like either a Friday or yes, Saturday night. That's right. So it, was, it was like a Friday or Saturday. Preceding the party, you had gotten hired. Yes. At, I, I at got hired before, before the party came. And yes. so I remember going Before over they turned there, the lights off, Before y'all. they turned the lights off. <laughs> and it was it was just, I don't remember much about the night. Because we, to be honest with you, we weren't there. We didn't close the place. Yeah. No, no we didn't. And I mean, you know, it's just kind of, because it, it was sad. It, it was it yes. was really kind of sad. Chris Clay cried on the air. And yes. That was surprising to me because, yes. you know, he was so smooth. Chris Clay. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Uh, I still run into people who cannot get, he and we joke about that, I, people who call me Chris, still to this day, and then he'll get Clay Young, which is yeah. funny to me because he's been doing this longer than I have. Yeah. But uh it's the most let's talk about the most amazing celebrity experience you've had. Oh in radio. my goodness. I I, t- I was telling this story the other day. Uh I remember when first being hired in the radio, um I was I was told by our our, our GM at the time that uh, Drew yet? Yeah. No, 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 it was, it was Todd. Todd was, oh, you mean uh, at, at, uh, yeah. at, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Todd. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, I was told to say, you know, listen, you're going to meet a lot of, you know, folks are going to come through. They're just people, you know, just, it's all sure, good. Sure, right? Absolutely. So we were giving a, it was a, uh, a, an artist that, um, some of you may recognize her, uh, her name is Sh- uh, Sherelle. Yeah, absolutely. Was uh, she also she's done a lot of uh, duets with Alexander O'Neill mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and uh, R and B singer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Be- beautiful, beautiful lady, beautiful yeah. lady, very yeah. nice, very yeah. sweet. Yeah, that was actually uh, like uh, my first time ever really meeting a, a celebrity here with with the station. So uh, she was she did a set, uh, and we were at a club called Upscale at the time. Mm-hmm. That was on Nicholson Drive. Did a set she performed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, they had a little VIP room. Yeah. There where she was going there to meet and greet. So they let the radio people in there first. So I was kind of standing on the outside looking. It was upscale. Oh, Nicholson. Yeah, 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 oh, Nicholson yeah, yeah, Drive. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Lou Bennett yeah. was like, you know. Lou Bennett. He was like, yeah, he said, Barry, you know, you come on in. You're, you're radio now. Come on in. So I went in there and uh, 
So I walked up to her. She was sitting down. I got down and it looked like a proposal, Clay. <laughs> it was that pathetic. I was like, oh, Miss Sherelle, it's just honor to meet you. I've got all your concerts. <laughs> and she was like, oh, this is so sweet. That's so nice. Say, Please and, get this and, crazy and, man and away they, from me. And they me. would look at me like shaking their like, mm, mm, mm. Say, come on, man. You better than this, all right? Yeah. <laughs> so that that was fun. So I, I, I had an opportunity, to, honestly, to meet probably more celebrities that I can even remember. Oh, now. gosh. You know, you f- uh, you forget over. over. She was my first, and Robin Thicke was my last. That was the last one that I met when I was I at the I don't even station. remember who the last. Probably yeah. was somebody that I spoke with while at JBO, but it wasn't anybody. And, and, and you know, no, it wasn't. Uh, I remember interviewing. Doris, I forget her last name. She was in Everybody Loves Raymond. and This man has interviewed presidents of the United States. <laughs> President Bill Clinton. Called into a radio show I yes. was doing. I, I remember that like it was yesterday because when and Jeff you Darnigan, handle that because your co-host uh, was a little tongue-tied. He froze up, man. Yes. Just, we won't go into details on that. <laughs> that surprised me. Right, right. He froze and neither one of us knew it was coming. And, you know, Richard called me. Did you bring that up? Yes. Richard called me during a break to just compliment me and say how great that was, was. how I handled it. It was. And, hey, man, what else was I going to do? Well, I guess I could have done <laughs> what, what my it, buddy did, but now I was, it just happened. That, but that was, because that was crazy. Because I can remember prior to, to, to that, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him, you know. You, you just wait, you know, because he was, you know, pretty conservative yeah, guy yeah. and all. And he's like, you just wait. You wait till I get Bill Clinton on. And this dude didn't say poo. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it was great because, it, but I, but I, I, it, it was, you know, somebody tells you, Jeff said, oh, we got, uh, we got the, we got the president on, President Clinton. That's like, yeah, right, Jeff. Okay. Right, right. You know, busy over here, man. And he's like, no, Clay, we have President Clinton on hold. Yes. And that's all it took because he was like really wanting to convey, no, I'm serious. He's on hold. So I'm like, what? So we come back. Uh, my guy takes the lead on it. Cool. And no, actually, I did because because of where I was sitting and threw it over there. And humana, 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 humana. <laughs> and you know, you sit there and he's cool. Hey man, I'm glad to be on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And 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 just it's 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 I don't I it was a great moment. That that I'm trying to remember I don't remember who the last person was. I think one of my favorite times, there are a couple favorite times. One time Cedric the entertainer and I yes. were like laughing for 10 seconds on the radio, just it was silly. But we were laughing about something in some movie, and we're just like two idiots just laughing. So if you just turn the radio on, you hear these idiots laughing, but it was so funny. Uh, gosh. Wow. I can't remember everybody over yeah. the years, man. Um, yeah, but, but I tell you, it, uh, it, you know, it's you so... You forget people. It, well, right, but the thing about it, though, Clay, is that, uh, that our time together made... Everlasting friendships. Oh, no question. Uh, you know, uh, it, because we, we we spent so much time together, you know, like a family. I mean, mm-hmm. whether it was, we, you know, we were good times or working or partying sure, sure. or through tragic times like through Katrina and uh, and uh, when, when when you're working, you know, around the clock mm-hmm. and, and you're picking up food and, yep. and clothes and things of yep. that nature. And yep. we got a lot of those stories as, as, as well. I was on the um, air when 9-11 happened. I was on the air when yeah. Katrina happened. You know I how went, I learned through from 9-11 from? Richard Condon. Yeah. I, 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 it, it was, it was, it was, 
It was a surreal Tuesday morning uh, in September back then. Katrina was a Monday, obviously. And because that, that weekend, we worked through the weekend. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. And I went back to help Matt and Kevin and everybody at J-Bo when right. Gustav happened because I had already left the industry and just kind of kind of crazy. So it, kind of moving around there, I want to go back to the to the Saints again for a little while here. And and I'm sorry, all y'all who are going to have to suffer Black through this. Black and gold Super Bowl. I just, uh, I'm sorry. Black it's, you know. and gold Super Bowl. So like I said. Never get tired he, of saying he, that, right? He, he, he is obnoxious and, and it's cool. It's, it, it's it, no it, such thing. It, it's cool. It, it's no such thing. So, so, so uh, let me ask, what, what will the Saints record be this year, sir? We will make the playoffs. I can um, believe that. We will make the playoffs. I think that you we are good for uh, no less than 10, but probably I don't think we'll crack 12. What what divisions are y'all playing this year? That's a good question. I can't remember. Well, uh, y'all are playing Minnesota. Do you play Detroit too? Well, we have to be. That would be the... Uh, because so you're playing the North. Because I know because be, week one is Minnesota on a Monday the, night. That would have to be the NFC uh, North. And then um, obviously you you got your teams in the South. What what AFC division? Are you playing the Patriots? Aren't I, you playing the Patriots? I, I, I do believe so. So it should be could I, be I, the I, North I, and the I East. I do believe so. And I'm, I'm surprised I'm, you don't have the Saints schedule I, I, right I, there I, on I, your actually, phone. Actually, I don't. I That's don't, surprising. I, I, here's the thing, you know, because I've just been so uh, jacked up about having uh, Mr. Peterson. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. 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 Man, that's going to be insane, y'all. Okay. You realize right, that? Barry. So, that, okay. That backfield, right. oh, guys, good. that backfield is going to be okay. insane. All right. Okay. okay. All right. You know, you got Drew going back okay. with the pill, right? All right. And uh, who yeah. is who is a as great as a quarterback as he is? And you look, you know this is coming from me. As great as a quarterback as he is, and he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, I think he's even a better man based I, upon what he's done. That would be... Uh, the one, and believe it or not, I've never met Drew, but I would love to be able to meet him. I really would. Yeah. I, that would be. He just seems uh, like a good guy. He really does seem. See, like, I can compliment the he Saints. Like a good you guy. never compliment the Forty ers Listen, when I will, when I would, I've always said Jerry Rice, greatest wide receiver. Of Jerry all time. Rice has been retired for thirty-five years. Joe Montana, until this last Super Bowl, was the greatest quarterback of all time. I think we got to give it to, to Brady now. I think we have to. I think you got to do it. I bro. think I I it's hard to argue. I think I think it's I'm reluctant. I'm as you can tell I'm struggling. It, it, it's, I have a hard time disagreeing with that it, It's hard to argue the, five the, Super Bowl champions. The only thing Ch- championships. The only thing that I could give Montana over Brady is that he never lost one. I would give him that. Yeah, but I mean, Brady's been one. to seven. But he's been, yeah, but Brady's been to seven. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you're allowed to lose a couple if you've been well, to seven. Well, okay, but here's if, the thing. If, if he didn't play the Giants, it played another team. He might have seven rings. But okay, so but think you think about that with and just kind of not switching gears, but a basketball analogy with LeBron. Oh, Michael, I'm so tired and, and of people dumping all over that kid. He's been okay. to what eight finals? He's been to. I think it was, I thought it was seven. He's but, been to seven in a row, but he's he went okay, to eight one fi- okay. eight, so finals, eight, eight, eight finals and he's, and he's three eight, out of five, and he's not playing. He's three oh, out of eight for for five. Oh, excuse me, three and five in the finals. Right. Yeah. So, okay, Magic Johnson went to nine and won five. Okay. I mean, 
So, but you, like, well, what is you, this? you can't you can't say that you can't say that LeBron's the greatest of all time. I, I think that whole discussion is silly. I, my, I, I think Michael Jordan is the best basketball player I have ever seen, but people will say it's subjective because it is. of it's subjective. But but I think the criticism of the kid it, it, it isn't a fact. Why is it? Here's here is something this kid's got that no other basketball player has had. And well, and it's this is the thing I told my son this. I said this is how you know how great he is. The biggest criticism of him, basically the only criticism of him, is that he doesn't win the championship every year. That's it. Think about it. I, I agree with That's that. That's it. If it, it, he he's gotten to seven straight finals, right? But you know, yeah, you didn't win. Oh, the year before that, well, it, it was. You know, four straight, five straight, he didn't win. The criticism is, for him, a season is a failure unless he wins a ring. Who else in sports has ever had that? Yeah, but you got to realize. No, no, who else in sports has ever had that? No no one, but you know the guy does play in the East. I mean, it is. I don't watch regular season basketball. I know it sucks. I watch in the playoffs, (laughs) basically, because it gives me an opportunity to spend time with my I mean, you're playing the East. I mean, mean, who's your competition? I mean, mean, the Nets. But still, Michael Jordan. You know, know, Michael Jordan didn't have. (laughs) Michael Jordan had teams and periods that were great, and they were Hall of Fame players. But not all those Hall of Famers played on great teams. I I agree with that. I I agree with that. I just, I don't think, I I think Michael Jordan's the best basketball player I've ever seen. And, and, you know, I'm old enough to remember Dr. J. Yes. Obviously Magic and Bird. and But Jordan was insanely competitive and in so many ways different than anything I'd ever seen. But LeBron James is different. Why can't he just be great? Why do we have... He is great. But then why does everything is LeBron James, comma... Not as good as Michael. Well, Jordan. let me tell you what. What, what and I, I have a I have a good good good, uh, good friend that works at the office. Shouts out to Chantrell, go on, girl. But anyway, <laughs> uh, loves her some LeBron. Loves LeBron. Here, here's the thing: is that oh, let's 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 oh, LeBron fans need to just pump you know pump the brakes on the idol worshiping. Okay, idol worship. You are sitting here as the most obnoxious Saints fan on the planet. There's no such thing. Telling me. There's no such thing. Are you really saying to people about idol worship? You? What idol worship? Who do I worship as an idol? I mean, I mean, I love. Are you kidding? You know, Barry, you have no credibility uh, to say that. But, 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 you don't worship. You're not. You're, you, come, I cannot believe this. LeBron fans just. Pump your brakes on out of worshiping, okay? Dude is good. I, I give I him that. Agree, I would agree with that but, for anybody, but, but, but you can't but be the one saying I, that. I have never, ever. I mean, I love, I love my team. <laughs> so you know, full of you, crap. You, you know, you know, I love my team. Here, here's the thing, and you know, oh, you know, because I always told you, I already told you, I love, love Drew Brees, but you already know who I think is the greatest quarterback. That, you know, and see, this is how I know you're insane. Okay. You're gonna say Bobby Abair, the Cajun Cannon. You, you, you the you, Cajun Cannon. You are going but, to make this argument. <laughs> this is the craziness of the man. You are going to make the this Cajun argument Cannon. after the guy has a never won a playoff game. Took us to the playoffs for the first time. Oh, that's wonderful. That's right. That's wonderful. Aaron Brooks he, won a playoff game. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever say that name. I apologize. I mean, I know that you can kind of let should, it rip here on the podcast. Should that have been bleeped out? Yeah, that's, that needs to be bleeped out. 
It really needs to be. Well, made. you got to say that he's Yo. the greatest Saint quarterback with Drew Brees still alive. I, I, I put it like this. No, Drew is the greatest. Drew, in my opinion, is the greatest Saints player of all time. This but, ought to be good. But the cage cannon's right up there, too. I mean, he's, he's right there. As what? One of the greatest Saints players of all oh, time. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I thought you were trying to make the case that he was the best quarterback the Saints have ever had. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, okay. I mean I'm, not, right. I'm not bananas now. I mean, no, you, yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean we know that oh, that man. is Drew Brees. I mean, you tried but, to tell me. But, but my, my, favorite, my favorite Saints player is Bobby Hebert. I don't have a problem with that. Bobby Hebert you know, is, is. And Bobby Hebert. He seems like a good guy. He loves New Orleans. He's, he's, he's he, great. He's from Lafouche Parish, I believe. That's, that's, huh? that's, he, he's from he's he's from Cutoff. Cutoff. Cutoff, Louisiana. Where the hell is Cutoff, Louisiana? It is in Lafouche. It is in Lafouche. I thought it, well, I said Lafouche Parish. It is is right down there, down there by the bayou. He's got that thick Lafouche accent. Oh, that by Golden Meadow. Yeah, well, I tell you, he he did have a cannon. I mean, I saw him. Oh, yeah. I saw how strong his arm was when uh, when he when he uh, beat y'all with the Falcons. I was just about to tell you that, and you don't have to see. You don't have to do that. That that was not necessary. Okay, you were wrong for that. I remember. You know? I but, remember. But I, but I did not pull for Mr. A. Bear when he was a Falcon. And in fact, you know that is something that we just need to white out on his record. Listen, I he got to the, he got to his first and only it, Pro Bowl as a Falcon. Fact, I would and tell, won the Pro Bowl MVP. And I will tell you this: Did they go to the if playoffs? Mort Anderson dares to step and get that Hall of Fame. Oh, he will as a Falcon. No, that cannot I don't think happen. he'll do it as a Falcon. He cannot do it as a Listen, Falcon. One of the one of the funniest moments I remember was <laughs> when uh, Bobby A. Bear in that game against the Saints, he had an eighty-yard touchdown pass to Michael Haynes. I know here it comes. And Bobby's running around the field yeah, with his arms stretched out. And one of the funniest things I saw, I was watching the highlights on uh, the, the Channel Nine, the WAFB, the CBS affiliate. And Paul Gates said, Here, there he is, Bobby Bear doing his impression of a buzzard over in the Georgia <laughs> Dome. <laughs> I said, ooh, that, that had to hurt. Oh, that had yeah. to sting. And, oh, he, yeah. and he never lost to the Saints. Uh, I, I wouldn't doubt that, that he did. They, they, they had our number. They had our number, which is why they're... Uh, we perpetually hate the Falcons and the Cowboys. So I get the Falcons because they have all. You have always been in the division. Yes. With the with with the Falcons going back to the old NFC West that was the Saints, the Falcons, the Niners, and the Rams. That's right. So now in the South, the Saints are still there with the Falcons. Yes. I get why you hate them. Yes. Why do you hate the Cowboys? Here's the deal, Cowboy fans, and oh, you know who you oh, are. Okay, here we go. Because I know you're out there listening. Here we go. Here's the thing, is that listen. Like, you guys got a really good team. I like Dak mm, Prescott. Mm-hmm. You know, Lyle Collins mm-hmm. is, is, is a friend of mine. I play football. Who that is. But play football with, uh, he's just moved to, I believe, right tackle. Okay. He was a guard. Okay. Uh, but uh, play the less. LSU. Play the LSU. Oh, well, I like him then. Yeah, play the LSU. Play okay. football. Redemptress right. with my son. If he's from day. here. I, I'm, Great I'm, kid. Great kid. Listen, if he's from here, got to root for him. Uh, LSU, Southern, it, one of the schools, Louisiana. It, I'm all great kid. It. Great kid. Yep. Y'all got great players. Yep. But here's the thing. Your fan base is truly not. Clay likes to say that I'm up now. Oh, you're right. No. Come on. No, no. Let the Cowboy record speak fans, for itself. Cowboy fans, you guys are just truly the most obnoxious fans ever of all time. And that is the reason why I take so much pleasure, so much joy, so much warmth in my heart to watch you guys lose. I really do enjoy that. When you guys lost... 
in the in, in the playoffs this year. I believe it's against Green Bay. Yes. You know the the the, the sun shine. Oh, the man. birds were chirping. Oh, man. You know the world was a better place. See, and the reason why the world was a better obnoxious. place because you thought you were going to win. Obnoxious. You <laughs> thought you was going to win. And what made it even better, Clay, is that the Falcons make it to the Super Bowl up twenty eight to three. My goodness. And just got oh, it. Oh man! So you had, away from so him. wait a minute. So, <laughs> look, ain't, look, ain't God good? I mean, this is just <laughs> oh, you did a not. beautiful thing. Uh, listen, it's a beautiful so you thing. you had the you had the 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 double up thing happening oh, there. You yes. got, you got to my see phone, the Cowboys. My phone lose. right now is full of memes that well, I've sent send it to all listen, of listen. my Cowboys. I am and happy. Fans. I don't care what you say though. I am happy that Kyle Shanahan is home. San Francisco. Oh. You know, okay. his father was the offensive coordinator the last year we won a Super Bowl. Okay. That's 49 and stuff. I don't really keep up with that. I mean, well, I understand. I really got <laughs> I understand. <laughs> That's why I was kind of like, huh? The, 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 the shimmer off the five yeah. rings might be blinding you. Uh, I guess that's what's going that's been, on. Yeah. That's been so long. I mean, it has been a long time. <laughs> Listen, I, that's, a lot of people, that's a lot of people weren't even born when that happened. You <laughs> like do realize that. Two now. of my three kids. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why weren't even born. So, so, so it's, it's. Okay. It, it's, it's, but you know what? Man, 2009 was almost 10 years ago. So there's some people you, you're, yeah, okay, that, all right. That, that right. How's that feel? That, that, no, that, wait a minute. You used to say that. Oh, it's old stuff. Well, how does it feel? It's not that old. Okay, it's see, that that's old. how that worked. It, it, it's it's still kind of it's it's still within the 21st century. So we can still hold on to it. Then think about that, huh? That's so sad, man. <laughs> that is so sad. We have won a Super Bowl within the 21st century, That's so, so we can say That's that. So sad. We can say and that. And I don't claim getting to a Super Bowl as anything. If you don't win, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we will end with this, and because I, 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 I want to do this. You know, I'm going to save it, because we had this debate, and if, we, if I start, Barry, we're going to go another 30 minutes. Oh, but boy. The, we had a debate over, sports debate, right? Over would you rather... I thought about that. Would you rather be in the Hall of Fame... I thought about that. Or have won a Super Bowl? And my position is I would rather be a prominent player on a team that won a ring. That's insane. And that's me. Because that's insane. having won a championship in whatever sport you're in means that for a year you were the best on the best team. Yeah. And... Having played in the NFL makes you an elite athlete. Mm -hmm. Who would you rather be, Jerry Rice or Dan Marino? I mean, what, come on. What, 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 what would you rather be? Well, we, rather, I guess we can't say you, Jerry Rice or what, Dan Marino. Would you rather be Dan? Would you rather? Would you rather be Brad Johnson or, Brad, or Dan Marino? Brad Johnson. That's insane. Brad Johnson. <laughs> That's insane. Brad Johnson. <laughs> Brad Johnson started and was quarterback and won a ring. <laughs> Brad Johnson. I, that, Brad that, Johnson, please. We, we got it. He we, was a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks when listen, they won, by listen, the way. Listen, listen, guys, we, we look, if you guys go go on Facebook and y'all can look me up on Facebook, you know, please you know, give us some shout out. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, I'm sure Cowboy fans are gonna look you up. But hey, bring it, man. <laughs> so, but I would love to know what do you think about that? Because I mean, wouldn't you rather be immortalized? In the game, nobody cares about and that. All for all time, give me the time. ring. Give me the ring. You get a ring when you go to the Hall of Fame and give a jacket. Me, no, get the, just get, give me a championship <sighs> ring. Well, I mean, you sit here gushing about this ring, yes, 
And uh, come on, the ring. I got to get a replica too. It man. doesn't. Oh, you I didn't. You, I, didn't a, I didn't get. I didn't get that replica. Oh, I, you know, I, I miss. I miss. I miss. I miss the. Wait, did uh, you come to the event? I, I had a conflict. You missed the event. I had a conflict. It was beautiful. Too. I, I know that it wasn't. It was Look large. That, yes, this beautiful flag that's 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 here right now. One um, of my custom from Smokem, a custom framed flag. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it now. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get it out of here. Without, <laughs> that one's I, already sold, I, but I, I know a guy. Looking at it though. Know, yeah, we got to get together. I know a guy, Barry. Thank you, brother. Man, listen, bro. It has been a a, a a pleasure. Let me tell you, it, it just one quick quick note. You know, is that uh, you know, I, I I hope hope you guys enjoy just kind of hearing us, just you know, just kind of clowning around. <laughs> but right. but it's nothing better in life than uh, than relationships and friendships. And I'm gonna tell no you question. something. Uh, this man right here, you can't get any better. You may not know him personally, but I can assure you, he's a true friend yes, to, to 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 everyone to this entire community. I try. Um, he loves Baton Rouge. He loves uh, he loves all those who serve, whether it's uh, armed services or, um, or first responders, what Amen. have you. He's committed. He's a family man, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I think the world world of him. We got to work on his uh, football prowess Come a little on, bit, man. Why but are you, uh, doing a nice I, thing and I, you take a I, cheap I, I, shot I, at I me. I checked it up though. Out. But anyway, though, man, <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. Love you. It's been an Love honor, too, man, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, look forward to doing it anytime. Cowboy fans, that's Barry Stewart on Facebook. Yes. And, and just uh, just remember all the stuff he said Shout about your out. team. Do you play the boys this year? No, we don't play them this year. That okay. I do know. Okay. I, I, that I do know. We do not play them this year. But I do look forward to them losing again. I'll be back to wrap up in just a moment. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue, and I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com iTunes and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. And now today's Manners Minute. So what does it take to be a great neighbor who contributes to a great neighborhood? Here are our top five rules for being a great neighbor. Be generous. Surprise your neighbors with a treat to let them know you care. Be respectful. Keep the noise down early and late, coming and going. Be empathetic. Keep your yard and home in good shape. Don't give anyone a reason to complain. Be appreciative. Wave to your neighbors with a smile, whether it's returned or not. Be trustworthy. If you're a pet owner, follow the rules of pet etiquette. Pick up that poop. To be a great neighbor, be generous, respectful, empathetic, appreciative, and trustworthy. That's what great really stands for. G-R-E-A-T. We can create great neighborhoods when we each strive to be great. That's choosing respect. Visit hashtag BRRespect at mannersoftheheart.org to join the movement and sign the pledge with respect. Baton Rouge thrives. This is the Clay Young Show on podcast225.com. All right. And, you know, that is that conversation has happened more times on the phone with my buddy in the evenings more times than I can count. I know if it's late in the afternoon and he, I get a call from Barry, I try to always answer it because I just never know what he's going to have for me. Unbelievable. 
I told y'all he was obnoxious as a Saints fan. I know a lot of y'all out there listening love the Saints as well, but <laughs> even y'all probably don't take it to the level he takes it to. But he loves his team, and I'm happy for him. And uh, you know, he's a good man. He's a father of two strong and 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 you know good boys who are doing well for themselves. He's now a grandpa as well, and uh, he's got a lovely family. And he is very, very committed to the people he works with and the people who work under him at Aflac. And Barry's a good guy. And again, I can't believe I'm actually admitting that out loud, but it is the truth. Yes, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. He's a good guy. Got another show coming up this week. I referenced it in the open. Can't tell you who. Can't tell you what the subject matter is, but take my word for it. It will be a part of a very, very, very big deal. Very big deal. And it'll feature something on that show that we actually have never done before. So I am looking forward to it. And you will find out on social media by way of our posts about this, uh, this show once it is up. And again, it'll be later this week. Also want to encourage you to listen to the latest edition of the Waiting Room podcast with Dr. Mary Catherine Rodriguez. And actually, I got to get her. She, she's married now, so I got to get her, um, her married name now. We call her MK. <laughs> and she's with Katie Fetzer, soon to be Dr. Katie Fetzer. And they have a sleep specialist on the air with them. And they talk about ways to get your infant to sleep and adjusting a new baby to sleep is a way to make certain that you are able to get sleep. And it's a fascinating conversation. I actually am going to call her, uh, call her about coming on to my show so we can talk about sleep because it's a big subject matter now. And it's a, it's a really, really great conversation about it. And here's the thing. She's got triplets and then a younger baby. Unbelievable. So it's a great show. So check them out. The Waiting Room Podcast, episode 15, right here at podcast225.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Thanks again to my buddy Barry, who finally got a chance to sign the door of fame. And uh, to everyone who's spreading the word about our show. And I will talk with you later this week. Remember that, later this week at podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.